I'm not good music. Just the good stuff, baby. No, I, I agree. If I'm if I'm just touching my own wiener, I'm not washing my hands afterwards. A part of me, it's a, a very irrational part of me, is convinced I never got COVID because I kept the Apple Watch hand wash timer on throughout the pandemic, and I always washed my hands the full 20 seconds, and I never got COVID because I kept that obnoxious little like timer on. But it felt great, and I should turn it back on. Well, I imagine that uh, Steve Jobs appreciated you having the the 5G watch on the whole time, and so he w- didn't send the COVID virus to you. <laughs> I don't have the cellular watch, so... <laughs> it They all have the 5G, Sean. Yeah, that's... that's... So does Dave's Killer Bread. Also, if I... <laughs> yes, uh, you could taste it. Um, if, I, if I may, Sean, was it worth not catching COVID for being such a fucking dork? Like, only dorks sit there and wash their hands for 20 seconds, okay? We all don't have time for this. Yes. Sean's singing happy birthday to himself like a psychopath <laughs> in the mirror. No, I notice if I just kind of look at myself birthday. and like in the mirror... And, like, I have to check myself, make sure there's no, like, Before you spots on the pants or anything. <laughs> and I was like, oh, how's my beard coming in? How's that looking? And then by that time, I was like, oh, my watch was buzzing. That was 20 seconds. Fantastic. <laughs> Did you brush with, uh, what was it? Uh, it's not called Touch Tunes. That's the name of the, um, was it called Teeth Tunes? You know what it's I'm talking about? Tunes. Yeah, teeth yeah, Tunes. Teeth Tunes. I have a clip that's that? the same thing. And it does 30 seconds per quadrant. Uh, it plays the songs? No, it just yeah, plays Happy Birthday three times. <laughs> <laughs> Will listens to Happy Birthday for two minutes straight. According to my toothbrush, I am 400 years old. <laughs> <laughs> this brings up an interesting point, which I think we've talked about before. And I this is going to be, this is, if you're just joining us on Twitch, we haven't started the podcast yet. This is the, the fun banter to get us warmed up, to get our, mm. get our creative mm, hamstrings fun. stretched. Um, would you rather pee a small amount over the, like a normal pee, or would you rather go all of it at once, like a shotgun blast? When have we talked about this? I think about it a lot. I don't know. I I feel like I had to have brought it up sometime in the past six years. (laughs) (laughs) We we talked about it in one of Will's dreams. Um, as, as a fan of sneezes, I have to go all in one burst. This sounds like a mess to me. Like I'm, I'm gonna keep peeing the way that I've been peeing, um, <laughs> because I feel like if it all goes at once, the way some sitting of these down, toilet bowls, soft music, candles, <laughs> sitting down, all of a sudden poof, launches you off the toilet. Like I, I don't <laughs> some thrust behind it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just be peeing, and you're like, "This is taking a long time," and sometimes. You know that first that first uh, taste comes out and it just kind of goes wayward. And I don't think Sean just made the worst face. That first T- taste is a questionable verb. The morning yeah, dew just happened to be snacking context. on an olive, and I hear the taste. <laughs> and at first, that first bit comes out and it it flies wayward. And I feel like the time saved would be nice, but also if it all came out at once and I wasn't totally you know in my cue zone. Uh, that could get <laughs> someone's dangerous. eye could be put out. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm sorry, I, I don't feel the same way. It would make movies a lot 
Yeah, yeah. exactly. You can go to the movies, drink all of that Dr. Pepper, and you'd be <laughs> fine. It could be over so quickly, they wouldn't even necessarily need bathrooms. They could just put, like, uh, a hole in the wall. A hole Pop in the turn. wall. Popcorn bucket. <laughs> Walk up to. And there'd just be, like... But here's the thing, though. A silence. Is- and you just go back to your seat. <laughs> They have to put like no, a wait, silencer we, in there. Th- I know yeah, there are exactly. two points we have to return to. One, the piss silencer. Uh, <laughs> two, <laughs> is no it, can hear it. Th- the urge that you have to get, that you get to right before it's like, all right, gotta go, and it all like bursts out. Is it like just kind of like the inkling, the notion that you have to pee? They're like, oh, I might as well go and try. Or is it? I'm going to piss my pants immediately. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> because like it is right of now. an accident. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not so bad. Because if be it was like, like oh yeah, maybe, maybe I'll try and pee, and you're just like, Puh. and then like, <laughs> <laughs> accidents would be much more embarrassing because it would literally <laughs> blow a hole in the front of your jeans. Like if it you can't look, make it, it looks like you've got a fucking uh, squib of piss in your jeans. That. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because when you really have to pee, you go for longer. That's but true. In this case, if the time is constant, no matter the urgency, what would change would be the pressure. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Blow you fucking backwards. Yeah, you could. But, but, you could kill but a man. If that were the you know the point where we were at in human evolution, like obviously, and it along is. with the pi- the piss silencers, we would have the the piss front proof the uh, you know piss proof front part of the jeans or the pants the kevlar pants yeah yeah the kevlar pants so it wouldn't burst through the pants and maybe it would be stain proof too but that's too sci-fi for me to even consider i, th- I thought of one positive here there would be a lot less house fires <laughs> yeah people would be able to put it out pretty easily can you does that extinguish a grease fire because i know water doesn't <laughs> It depends. It, 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 you know, if, if it's me after drinking a rock star in the morning, I might, uh, you know, there's, there's no water in that. It's it's like throwing it's like throwing a pine cone into the fire in uh, Tears of the Kingdom. It just like literally ignites it. Um, so definitely <laughs> yeah. not. No, I don't think it would help fires that much. Welcome, everyone, to Radish episode 245. Talking about how quickly we can pee. Um <laughs> And how quickly we wish we could be. Uh, I am Will. I'll be your host this week. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Sean, and I still remember, I think, the time I took the longest to ever pee. I still, like, it Like it formed, like, a foundational memory in my mind. It was after a, a rehearsal of Cinderella. I think that went until, like, 8 or 9 o'clock at night. And I got home, and I think it was, like, a good minute and pretty good maybe yeah it was like remarkable and i still 70th percentile longest pee it crossed the threshold of like daily piss to like this is monumental which you know worth recognizing there's a a brain chemistry response to it of like you're gonna remember this (laughs) um i'm tyler and, and i have to put a i have to put a caveat here i don't want anybody listening going to the toilet and trying this because i some scientific facts here. 14% of stroke deaths happen on the toilet uh, from from, uh, from stroking straight up. Yeah, I don't think from having kidding. a hemorrhage. So don't try this. If you do it, it you, you might get a brain hemorrhage. So <laughs> I don't think it's through piss, Tyler. 
1% might be now uh, after we're encouraging folks to uh, to go and do it. But yeah, that's I'm how just Jimmy Carter is going to go. Yeah. That's how Elvis Presley went. That was a very uncomfortable part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> if only. If only. Does Elvis die in the toilet in that movie? No. Oh, that's the, that's like, the part you want to see. Exactly. They just like show him like being like old and they cut to like a really touching montage after the nightmare that the previous all of the movie beforehand has been. And then it just like cuts to like a spinning uh headline where it says Elvis dead. And you're like, well, I guess we missed it. That's yeah. lame. Tonight we're talking uh good news. Uh Sports Illustrated made an excellent choice this year. Uh we got a new a new mm. gate, a segment I'm calling like we have the Thieves Guild. Uh, this is what I'm calling gatekeepers, and this is keeping track of all of the gates on TikTok. So we had Cake Gate a couple weeks ago. Uh, tonight we're talking Tattoo Gate, uh, as well as a, a TikTok cryptid who I want to induct into some sort of Hall of Fame. I don't know what mm. cryptids, maybe. Um, <laughs> good stuff. Sean's doing a baddish. I'm talking about a monkey's paw situation. Tyler the Christian Gamer is talking about a gotcha game. And for our main segment tonight, we are going to talk about Zelda because everyone else is. However, mm. instead of showering it with unanimous praise, we're going to list the games that are better than Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, uh, as well lot. as the phenomenon known as the Horizon Curse, uh, which has mm. <laughs> reared its ugly head yet again. Um, so first up, you want to talk about Tattoo Gate? Yeah, let's hear it. Enlighten you me. Tattoo Gate? Okay. I know y'all like a gate. Uh, this Does this have to do with the Black Eyed Peas? Or? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tattoo is still at large. <laughs> uh no uh it's taboo taboo sorry <laughs> tattoo gate would be fantasy island <laughs> yeah <laughs> the plane um so tattoo gate this woman on tiktok uh posted a video of a uh moment of her calling out this business i don't think she listed him by name um it was in canada and she had booked a, a appointment with a tattoo artist and she paid $180 for a consultation, which seems like a mm. lot. I don't, I've never gotten a tattoo, so I don't know. I, I want to go to heaven, so I don't know what's going on here. But this <laughs> seems like a lot. So she gets on a Skype call, and she brings in... Um, oh, it's, it's a virtual consultation, too? Yeah, it's a virtual. Which, like, mm. you know, you don't have to be in person, but she's, she brings some, ah! some, some pictures, and she's like, I- here's what I want. She sends the art over. She's like, I want this full fox on my upper arm and the lady uh uh looks at it and is like all right cool um there's three packages you can choose from for my designing time uh the first one is like fifteen hundred dollars and uh i'll provide you with the art and you can make some minor changes to it through one round of revisions uh for the next package up is thirty three hundred dollars i think and I will provide you with the art and you basically get like one do over round plus some minor revisions each round or whatever, or for $6,000, I will do the art as many times as it takes. And she was like, all right, I'll do the 1500 one, I guess, because I've, I've given you two tattoos that are what I want. I feel like you can provide me with a good tattoo yeah. based on these two tattoos. Well, they're pretty much exactly what I want. Yeah. And she comes back the next day. And she sends her, it's up to Fox, the shittiest iPad sketch of a Fox you've ever seen. And is like, that's $1,500. And then that, that does not count towards the tattoo cost. And 
she was like, it doesn't count towards the tattoo cost. No, that's all of this was. Like- no, that's the art cost. The tattoo cost is separate. And she's like, fuck off. Absolutely yeah, no, this- <laughs> I was giving the tattoo artist the benefit of the doubt up until this point. But continue. She was like, that is not at all what we talked about. I want to do the full Fox. Both of the ones I sent you were the full Fox. And the artist came back and was like, yeah, you're going to have to pay for the next package up, which is the 3300 art consult for me to redo it. And she was just absolutely. like, absolutely not. And uh, has been trying to dispute this and went on TikTok. And apparently, this is not just this tattoo artist. This There is a a tattoo scammer on uh, TikTok. His name is Russ Abbott. I am going to say his name because he mm-hmm. teaches a class on how to do this and how to get money out of your tattoo patrons. Um, wow. And this one artist had posted, uh, commented on one of his videos that she'd made $17,000 last month. Uh, solely using his pricing scheme, which involves messing up the first one the first time and then charging them $2,000 extra to redo it. And so Tattoogate is on fire on TikTok and lots of scary looking tattooed men are being like, the customer is always right. And like being really wholesome, (laughs) very wholesome and great to have like, you know, flaming skulls on their heads and stuff. Uh, And it's been a lot of fun to watch. Um, People have been posting their really excellent tattoos that were like $800. Uh, for mm-hmm. that, 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 and the people were posting there, you know, tattoo artists have been really transparent with like, it should cost you $50 for the art. It should cost you $200 for the tattoo. Everything should be up front. And it's, it's so gate gate. I'm also going to put this into the, if the thieves guild is a thing, the thieves guild is a uh, complimentary. I'm going to call the, the charlatan circle of shame. Is <laughs> the, <laughs> I, I stole money and I'm not proud of it. Yeah. Yes. Yikes. Producer Pre is calling it like it is. It should absolutely count towards the deposit, but it does not. It's a separate art fee. So Right, right. Paying fifteen hundred dollars for a bad commission. Oh, and it yeah. was sketch. Just doodle. Somebody found it. A sketch. Somebody oh somebody oh. traced. Somebody found Oh. Somebody so found that, that, the that fox makes it undisputable. On Etsy and was like, yep, yeah, this is the one they traced in the power of TikTok. Wow. Here's a it's a shame that like the the daily the afternoon like court show the civil court show has kind of died down because I would absolutely watch a week of like Judge Judy or whatever it was of these people like TikTok court went to court and like fought it out. I would that would be appointment television. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This needs to get happen. CW on the line. Yeah. Very much What's Nick Cannon doing? Um, it do, it's not appropriate. <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I can't think of a good joke. I just feel here. like this is his job to be a judge. <laughs> yeah, Amazing. That's true. That's true. Uh, who would be a TikTok judge? Ooh. Because it can't be someone who does like drama alert stuff. Like it can't be like Keemstar. No, 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 no. James Franco. Um, it's got to be like a, <laughs> it's gotta be like an impartial jerk, an impartial judge. Who is who is the 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 voice of the law on the internet and why is it review bra yeah right yeah it's gotta be this gone. is running on empty tiktok court hello everyone <laughs> honestly i don't know if you guys have watched it yet but there's that uh the freebie show jury duty where a fake document a court case where all 11 jurors or all but one 12 jurors are actors and it, I think That's that fun. guy, he should be the judge. That that was, that he's was delightful. 
that's a pretty good show. I watched the first episode of it, and um, I forget the name of it. We got got to look it up. I definitely rec- I'm going to go back and rewatch it. But James uh, Marsden is in it and plays himself. Yeah, and on the jury. So it's on called the jury, jury duty, duty, Tyler. Yeah, it's jury duty. That's right. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, yeah. No, the whole first episode is James Mar- Marsden fucking with this guy trying to get out of yeah. Um, of jury duty because he's James Marsden and he like mentioned that he's in the Sonic movie and so and the guy doesn't know James Marsden like it, it's hard check it out <laughs> he just um, does, but it's 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 a the perfect method because it's like oh man we're gonna cast this guy on this like seemingly ridiculous court show how do we like throw him off the scent we cast an actual actor as himself because it's like oh man if an actor's here and he's just himself no one uh, no one else can be actors and also, yeah. like, if he doesn't know who James Marsden is, he's not going to pick out these random character actors. So we've picked exactly the, sure. the rest of the jury. There is one character actor in the jury who I did recognize, and I would recognize if I were in this situation. But is it Margot Martindale? It is uh, <laughs> Kirk Fox for Legends of the Hidden Temple. No, that's Kirk Fogg. Okay, <laughs> you can see my Fox. confusion. I totally understand. If you if you watch it, you'll see him. You'll be like, oh yeah, I know who that is. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Uh, um, I was going to say the TikTok judge, I think, should be Hasbullah. But then I yes. realized he, he probably can't because he's gone to prison himself. So Has he really? Not impartial. <laughs> he, was, uh, he was arrested. Uh, I think it was like a traffic violation or something like that, wasn't it? How? <laughs> As I said that, I was like, oh, no. Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Violating traffic laws, interfering with other drivers while celebrating a wedding. Okay, so I wasn't That's not a crime. That's being happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways. Uh, um, while we're still on TikTok real quick, could we please give a shout out to, this is just kind of good news, uh, to Dr. Parkenstein, my, the, yeah. my protagonist oh, yeah. of my TikTok feed, the, the highlight of my day some days. Uh, Dr. Parkenstein is a uh, 20-something-year-old um, scientist from, from Louisiana, uh, who <laughs> scientists in, in the wild west sense, like post yeah. civil war, he'd be considered a scientist, <laughs> and only then. <laughs> well, he's he's done things that like we abandoned hundreds of years ago because we figured they weren't viable. He made right. a magnifying <laughs> transmitter that Nikola, Nikolai Tesla developed and didn't finish. Because he didn't have, and he was able to light a light bulb from East Texas to Chicago with his magnifying transmitter through the Earth's soil. Granted, it was a small light bulb, and he had to use a giant Dr. Frankenstein switch. But <laughs> this is ridiculous. You sent me a TikTok of a house tour of this guy, oh, and the he house had tour is he had a phonograph, he had a television with a screen the size of a nickel. Like it was. <laughs> So come on, come on! You're you're not really this into this, he's are a, you? He is. Uh, he's the real deal. He can do he can do the Charleston. Like if he went back and did the Charleston in the twenties, he would just his name would be everywhere. He'd be in movies. He, Maybe he, yeah. he was. He seems like a phantom to me. Like he is completely untarnished by the outside. Even Amish people have like some Amish people have phones. Like this guy is so dedicated to. He drives an so old timey car. Have you seen his car? It's no, but I can. It's probably a, a T model. Like, yeah, it's like it's like it's, it's not a Model T, but it's like that. It's like it's like a steam powered car. 
He has to like crank it to get it going. Incredible yeah. stuff. He's I, I've seen I first saw him on Twitter and someone was like, I love this guy who pretends like he's an old timey guy. And I'm like, no, he is an old timey guy. You're all fake. No one's living <laughs> old the bit as guy. hard as he Did y'all see the song I sent you today by him? Yeah, it was insane. He wrote a song? He wrote a song. <laughs> and whatever song you're picturing, correct. He sings yeah. this old-timey <laughs> ragtime song that he wrote, that he plays in a style that no one's played in 70 years, and he <laughs> sings it like an old phonograph, and he's incredible. It sounds like if you put a 100 gex song through a MIDI controller of a detuned piano, like old-timey ragtime piano, it's insane. Yeah, he's, he's playing the song. He's great. He's like, he's singing. He sounds like Mickey Mouse. He, you know what? I think he did work with Tesla. I think they stumbled upon something they shouldn't have when they meddled with the time-space continuum, and it shot him to our day and age, and he is fitting in poorly. He's doing a poor <laughs> job. <laughs> we all know James, about him. He's doing the James Marsden thing and taking attention off himself by <laughs> exactly. pointing out the fact that he's a time traveler. Yeah. <laughs> He's incredible. Jeez. I love this guy so much. I, every Dr. Parkinstein, my favorite Dr. Parkinstein thing, and this is a small detail, is that the wire he uses is also from the 1900s. I don't know why he doesn't get new wire. He uses the oldest, scariest looking wire that's wrapped in like a <laughs> cotton sheath and looks like it was used to make the first telephone. Just copper wire has come a long way. And my all favorite of, detail. All of his furniture, his whole house, it's old wood. It's going, it's burning up. Oh, yeah. Like, if, if, if that goes wrong, he's not making it out of there. No. My favorite detail is that all of his stuff, his lab, his house that he's building, all of that that we see is not at his house. It's at his, like, dad's house. Yes. And I think God. he's, like, 45 minutes to an hour away from where he actually lives. So can you imagine just, like, raising your kid and, I don't know, showing him... Uh, the fucking Iron Giant at one point at a crucial time in his life, and he's like, "This is gonna be my whole thing now." You know, it takes him four and a half hours in that fucking Model T to get over there. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's got to get out and crank a couple times. Yeah. There is no one who among us does not need to crank before driving. Kelsey Grammer, <laughs> maybe. No one I'd rather have on the show than Doctor Parkenstein. There's no way. <laughs> I don't think he has a microphone. Yeah, like, he's gonna join us through like Flintstones bird. <laughs> That's true. He has a phone. He's on YouTube as well, and he's on Spotify. His song's on Spotify. You can listen uh, to his old timey ragtime song on Spotify. <laughs> I went to Kansas City on a Friday. Um, <laughs> I wish him the best of everything. Speaking of being a hundred years old, um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, Sports Illustrated had their swimsuit edition this week, and I feel like we haven't talked about that just as a people in like 15 years. Like we kind of just like that has not been a thing since the advent of. And it like, seems Sports Illustrated has kind of like realized that, and that, that's why they're kind of going with like we're you know hip and with it now instead of being like, all right, it's Kate Upton <laughs> on the front cover of Sports Illustrated's bikini, uh, swimsuit edition. Yeah, like, I can. All right. I can look at a lady in bikinis at, at Sears.com right now. I, does it does it take me that long to find it? There is uh, no girl. such thing as Sears.com anymore. Hold on. There is. I'll wait until you are proven wrong. See how long it takes. Sears.com. Find a bikini swimsuit, Women's. Sears.com is okay. It is still. Go active. to swimwear. 
Swimsuit. I'm going for swimsuit for woman. Bam. Suggested. Two clicks. Oh, wow. See? Hey, Don't even can. need Sports Illustrated anymore. They have um, Brazil. That's good deals, too. Yeah. Visit our other sites. Kmart? Who's doing this? Oh, wait. I know who's keeping Kmart and Sears alive. We'll proceed. <laughs> we'll proceed. Um, <laughs> so, Sports Illustrated this year. Making some headlines. Uh, uh, came out and said their cover their cover model is Martha Stewart. She's 81 years old. She looks incredible. She's on the cover. She looks... I, I need her. I need Helen Mirren. And I need Susan Sarandon to come together and put their differences aside and tell us what they're doing. Tell us, tell the general public what you're doing. Because it's, it's so good. And I'm a little bit upset because I have been on the Martha Stewart soapbox for three years now. Since she posted a selfie of herself in, the, in a pool in the Hamptons. And I, I, it was incredible. Maybe because it came out while I was locked inside. But was <laughs> big, big fan, big fan. Been been singing this praise for years, and now everyone's being like, "Oh, Martha Stewart looks great." I've I've been knowing that. I've this is old news. You people are cowards and bandwagoners, but I do <laughs> I do welcome you. But what took you so long? Sure, sure. Uh, well, well, I gotta say, you, you're a real one for saying Susan Sarandon, and the freakiest freaks out there know why you said it. Um, and and if I may, if I may be why? this guy, <laughs> guy for for one moment, for one moment, if if I could say this, a uh, wooga. We have our uh, Travis no, Mcelroy of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it. I, I was looking up. I like. I can't conceptualize. That Martha Stewart is 81, it truly baffles me. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, she's probably, like, if you had asked me before today how old she was, I would say maybe, like, late 60s, early 70s. Like, yeah, she looks great, but she's one of the richest lifestyle influencers, the first. you can call it that. She's, yeah, the first. I thought Martha's Vineyard was named for her for a time. <laughs> I thought JFK Jr. died there, and it somehow had to deal with her property. Not the case. She was on the grass. Uh, <laughs> she could have been she was 22 at the time <laughs> yeah she was born the same day that u401 a german submarine i think that's the the das boot boat uh <laughs> das boat was sunk <laughs> <laughs> what a weird timeline <laughs> truly she was born four i've months never seen martha Pearl stewart Harbor. and the das boot boat in the same place <laughs> <laughs> it's, an, it's an Oshinoko situation. And great for her. I know she has all the money, like, you know, most of the money in the world, and that's how she looks like that. But well, good for maybe, her. Maybe it's, I think she she might have developed a pretty good exercise routine when she was in prison. I, it could all be natural. Like, everyone says money, money, money. You, you don't know that. That's true. And the, the constant uh, tongue-in-cheek weed smoke sash that she has with Snoop Dogg. Snoop also looks like he hasn't aged a day in thirty years. I, I maybe maybe we're onto something there. Oh, hold on, I got. I think like six. Uh, producer Pre says, "I hope to have as much money in plastic surgery as Martha at eighty-one." Uh, I don't think Martha Stewart has any plastic surgery. That is all just olive oil and uh, candles. <laughs> that's just caprese <laughs> salad. Yeah, that's, um, that's what that is. That is. It's a good thing. Snoop Dogg. Oh, that's I one. Uh, apologies. Yeah. No. 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 Um, but Martha Stewart looks is 30 years older than him and they still like they, they just fit a problematic age gap to be sure wild 
What it what it you know, I know seventh graders aren't like into getting the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition anymore, but like what a weird time to be. We've lost our way. <laughs> Just like Cool. Uh good stuff. Um Martha Stewart, bandwagoners, you were wrong before, but now you've seen the area of your ways. Welcome. Um who wants to talk about something good that happened this week? Or in Sean's case, <laughs> something <laughs> bad. Oh man. I haven't had a bad one in a while. Yeah, what happened? Uh, n- nothing happened. I just I you got beat up again. A couple, <laughs> yeah. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I I sold some old like DVDs and Blu-rays. I wasn't watching anymore because we're in the streaming era or that whatever. Um, so I sold them to uh, a local chain called Second and Charles, and I, you know, as they were pricing out my stuff, I was shopping around, like, all right, cool, let's see what I can get for the forty dollars they'll give me for the thirty movies I sold. Um, and I picked up a book I've been curious about for some time um, by an author named Paul Tremblay, who is kind of up and coming in the horror like fiction scene, from what I knew. Um, and to the point, like, you know, Knock at the Cabin this year was based on his uh, book, Knock at the Cabin at the End of the World. Oh, that was him. Um, yeah. <laughs> and the Shyamalan movie, I was like, ah, oh, this is okay. It's a little straightforward for my taste. Let's see what Tremblay did. And I like Tremblay's ending better than Shyamalan's. I was like, okay, cool. I have optimistic feelings about Paul Tremblay. So I picked up what I thought would be his scariest book, A Head Full of Ghosts. Uh, and it has, I should mention, real. the marketing really gets you here. It has a quote at the top. A head full of ghosts scared the living hell out of me, and I'm pretty hard to scare. Uh, Stephen King said that, apparently. Aww. A little blurred. And so I was like, ah, oh, cool. A real creepy, like, you know, exorcism, like, conjuring-style book. Hopefully it presents something new in the genre and is, like, a really fun experience to read. Oops. Not in the slightest. Not, nope. It was Ready Player One for horror fans. Ooh, ah. It was wait. It, so was it like a mashup of horror people, like monsters in it and stuff? No, no, no. It was a I, Frankenstein. I really saying when I say Ready Player One, it's not like oh, it's just it's not like throwing everything. It's just basically just like it's hey, reductive. It it's I'll I'll take you through the, the basis of the story. Basically, it's it's told from the perspective of what is her name. Um... Is it, oh, Carmen Mary, San Diego. Oh. <laughs> it's Mary, um, whose older sister, uh, Marjorie, was possessed and became the, the central figure of a Discovery Channel show called The Possession. And so basically, we see it from three different points of view. Um, one of being adult Mary telling her story to a journalist. The other being of a blogger writing about like the lasting impact and analyzing the show, the possession and three being the meat of the book, Mary as a child recounting like her sister's possession. Um, and I will say to the point, like it does present some like fun little descriptions and fun little moments of like, this is a really cool, like man, when it gets spooky, it does get spooky. But by the time the climax hits, you are, I was so done with the book because every other moment is just like either uh, uh, the, the blog sections are just like the point in the show was just like this movie. And you're like, I know it is Paul. You don't have to talk to me like this. I, I can see the connection present something cool or they'll go to like adult Mary talking to the journalist and she'll just spew out paragraphs of dialogue 
in ways that people don't talk to each other. And you're just like, oh, oh, okay, I'm just being talked at as a reader. I'm just, like, this isn't meant to be an experience, or I'm not supposed to, like, get into it. It's just, it's just I'm being talked at and talked down to. And then you get to little Mary's uh, experiences with her sister, and they immediately put seeds of doubt in your head, and they don't really ever resolve anything. I don't know. I felt I, I finished all the way through it. Like initially, I think maybe a hundred pages in, I was like, I don't like this. But I was like, I gotta see how it ends. I gotta see what happens. And I finished it and I just like I'm mad at this book. I'm not gonna read another Tremblay. Uh, it was purely hack writing. You know, sorry to fans of Paul Tremblay, but from what I've heard uh in the chat. friend of the show Josh, uh <laughs> Tremblay is horror for people who don't like horror. Um I've never been so condescended to it by a book. <laughs> it's wow. yes, it was <laughs> yet. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I moved on to uh, blood Meridian by Cormac McCarthy, which, uh, is felt sort of like moving on from kid cuisine, chicken nuggets to like Omaha steaks, baby, or, you know, actual nice meal out, whatever. Hey, uh, they're a sponsor. <laughs> I know. Get on the steaks. Omaha steaks. Um, but I, it, I, I don't feel being talked down to there. The, the some type of characters speak in Spanish. I don't know what they're saying. Um, but yeah, head full of ghosts. Cannot, cannot, not recommend enough. Uh, find a scarier book. Can this recommend one enough. is, yeah, can recommend enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it just, it, oy, that's badish. Do you think your problem is you approached? Uh, a book wondering what would scare Stephen King, not realizing Stephen King is also like 85 years old and is probably afraid of like mesothelioma. Yeah, it's fair. When I and like <laughs> seeing it, I should have thought like Stephen, the, I've only read it by Stephen King, which did have some scary moments, but mostly just kind of like made me feel weird for a thousand pages. <laughs> um, so I should have taken that with a grain of salt of being like, ah, oh, okay, well, yeah, Stephen King has given us a lot of great narratives, but nothing that's really truly frightened me. Um, but yeah, I'm saying he's, he's probably not, afraid of like, you know, after six o'clock at Golden Corral and the discount stops. Yeah. yeah. He's old. He's old. <laughs> he lives in Maine. Uh, speaking of scary, can I segue? <gasps> Is that a segue if you ask if you can segue? I, I'm asking Ooh. you, Sean. I can't. Vampire rules. I can't segue unless you let me segue. <laughs> I'm, I wish there were a vampire. Let me segue. Um, uh, I couple, want to segue. I feel like recently on Radish, I talked about how we need more scary kids movies <laughs> how kids today don't have a have a have a moment like the end of raiders of the lost ark where the bad guy's face melts off and yeah. uh the monkey's paw curled five times that day and <laughs> i saw Damn. i saw guardians the whole hand like yeah the whole monkey's hand or however many hands fingers monkeys have uh, uh i think in the, I think in the book it was three but I think I think it's still a hand if even if they don't have five fingers. Well, the whole hand it's a, it's a monkey's fist now. Or well, it's guess, four fingers and a thumb. Okay, if we're if <laughs> Tyler's that guy in the playground. All the monkey's fingers curls. The all of the monkey's fingers and all of the monkeys turn into a monkey's fist. Couldn't put monkey together again. Um, I watched Guardians Volume Three this weekend. Yeah, it was good. It's probably the best Marvel thing that they've done in a long time. Uh, James Gunn's really out here making movies when everyone else is making content. Uh, great to see. Mm. Uh, what I want to talk about is that 
kids went to go see this movie and it is very PG 13 as I guess Endgame was also PG 13 or those were. Mm. Um, and this is not in game. This was so much scarier. Um, uh, I know people, I think Dr. Strange was too. And people were kind of like, Oh, it's like a full on horror movie. It just had like a zombie in it. Multiverse of madness did have some like pretty like frightening moments. It was good shit. Sure. It Stand by moments. Multiverse. Um, guardians three. I oh, have, man. I sat by, I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. I, uh, I'm going to put a big warning on it for anyone out there who's going to you know, bring kids to go see Guardians 3 or who likes animals and is going to go see Guardians 3 or who was uh, perturbed by Sid's toys from Toy Story 1. Um, especially if you're someone who likes animals and was perturbed by Sid's toys from Toy Story 1 because <laughs> it's a very intense. Uh, and I think what doesn't sit right with me is like I can watch Terrifier no problem because I know like when they called cut. The guy took the big fake chest off and he was not cut in half and they all had a beer. And when you're watching Guardians 3, you're like, that's a bunny rabbit. <laughs> that's not a guy who knows what's going on. I know it's CG, but the, my lizard brain is like, that's an animal. And there's a lot of there's a lot of animals in, in being tortured in this movie. And um, good movie. I thought it was good. A little gratuitous, uh, easily the darkest thing they've ever done. <laughs> and I was a little bit laughing, a little bit disturbed at all of the kids who were going to go see this at like, you know, Tim's birthday yeah. party. And they all sit down <laughs> and three of their lives are irreparably changed by this film, having seen uh, some some really graphic and uh, it's times downright gory animal scenes. Uh, Jesus. Uh, otter that's voiced by Linda Cardellini. Um. Yeah. So well, yeah, Paul Rocket's backstory, right? Yeah, like yeah. a lot of it is. The whole movie yeah. is kind of his his <laughs> origins and the other animals that were with him and how he came to be. And uh, it's it's a good emotional movie. I think it's an excellent end of the franchise. But oof, we've <laughs> we've come a long way from Raiders of the Lost Ark, folks. I'll just tell you that much. We're we're capable of so much more now. <laughs> Well, PG-13 in this instance should truly mean PG-13. I feel like that's lost its, yeah. you know, true meaning yeah, it to is. it. Yeah. It's um, way closer to the Temple of Doom heart scene than it is to, you know, small soldier. You know, I think kind of intense. PG-13 was created for Temple of Doom, wasn't it? It was. That's the reason yeah. why. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. History. So uh, I liked it. If you don't, if you like animals, you might not like it. Uh if you like splatter films, you might like it. I don't know. It's a weird one. Go see it, maybe. That's my, that's my review. <laughs> T-Boy song. I saw the use of uh, Dog Days Are Over by Florence the Machine made Florence Welch cries. This, I think this one... Is it because of a dog? <laughs> Is their days over? <laughs> <laughs> These dogs' days are over. <laughs> These dogs' days are now flossed. <laughs> I've never felt think, older th than the classic rock comedy using a song that came out when I was in high school. I was like, oh no, this used to be Bowie. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I'll see this one in theaters. I'm eager to see how the, the saga wraps up. It's good. He, writes, he makes a good movie. I'm excited for his Superman. I hope yeah, less Superman animals get it. tortured in this Superman. <laughs> 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 Fingers crossed. Clark had to figure out he had laser power somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings to mind, 
Hey, uh, small aside, everyone should see Brightburn. James Gunn produced it. It's a... Uh, oh, oh, yeah. That's right. Remember that. Yeah. That's a, like Superman turned into a, an actual monster. Got some great practical effects. Well, I, I can kind of segue, just, just in that your thing is in space and my thing is in space. So um, uh, I'm talking about the new uh, game from Hoyoverse, the, the same studio hey, that brought you Genshin Impact. Um oh. Yeah, uh, I'm talking about um, she honking on my star till I rail, everybody. Um, Honkai Star Rail is the name of this game. I know everybody's playing <laughs> everybody's playing Legend of Zelda right now, uh, and I know everybody's feeling it in their wallet. That game, for some reason, more expensive than any other Switch game that's ever come out. Um, so let me tell you what's really great about Honkai Star Rail. It's absolutely free. Why do you say it um, like that? <laughs> Isn't that what it says in Honkai? You put a very weird emphasis for some reason. I just my 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 ears don't like it. Honkai Star because we're Rail. white. Uh, you sound yeah. like Hank Hill saying it. Honkai Star Honkai Honkai Star Rail. Honkai. Um, it is. Uh, I, did, has anybody seen? Uh, I, I feel like I only see ads for this game. Yeah. Are you guys getting? Uh, yeah. Okay. No Will has fucking clue what you're talking about, Ty. Just picturing <laughs> Starlight <laughs> Express. It's Starlight Express, the game. It kind of is. It kind of is. It kind of is. Um, I, I have only seen ads for this game. Uh, the first ad I saw for it was like, ooh, from the makers of Genshin Impact, a new Persona-like. And I was like, oh, damn. Um, and by Persona-like, it means that it's just a basic JRPG. <laughs> like, there's no real correlation uh, between Persona and this game. Getting a lot of boss um, baby vibes in this game. Right. <laughs> um, but it's, it's really fun. Tank Engine vibes. For a free game, it has a lot. Uh, really, really uh, fun uh, fighting dynamic that's pretty simple but easy to pick up. Um, you know, it's got the classic uh, side quests, huge world, um, a really, really, really great cast of anime Starfleet ladies. Um, it is, it is a. <laughs> it's a fun What's game. the story, Tyler? But are there Starfleet ladies? Uh, Starfleet. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, so the the story yeah. of this game pretty much is 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 you're a guy. And you okay. get on sold. this train. <laughs> you get on this train. All that right, travels, in. It travels yeah. through space. It okay, well that's. I'll accept it. Okay, like there we the go. Track and dispatch for trains. No, that's all I want. I want train dispatch. I simulator. thought it was going to be a train simulator. Game. Yeah. No, no train simulator, but it is conducted by a little rabbit guy that looks really cute. I'm back on board. Like the the Mona nice. of the game. Um, the, the Teddy of the game, uh, more like it. Um, it's fun. Uh, like I said, for everybody who bought Zelda for a million dollars, uh, it's absolutely free. There is a gotcha <laughs> element to it. Um, gotcha. but the got, the, yeah, it gotcha, it got me. Um, but, uh, <laughs> the only, <laughs> the only real, like, gotcha element is of course you get all the the fun anime ladies but you also get just a whole bunch of just arbitrary uh like character buffs and stuff like that so um i will say when i get enough tickets to roll for my anime starfleet characters um i, I get lost in it like i imagine people do when they gamble on horses like i am up like just like yelling at my screen waiting for like what they, anyone what? anyone to to come up. So what they need is is gotcha anime horses, which I think is a thing. I think Pretty Derby does have a gotcha game. <laughs> Pretty Derby. Okay. We saw a I'm lot of it in Japan. A lot of anime horse uh, girls. But uh, but yes. but horse girls, not horse girls. 
Right, 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 right. Horse. No one has girls. sat further in the back of the class than the anime horse girl. No one has walked a mile slower. A <laughs> <laughs> cookie monster hat. I was born in it, molded by it. You merely adopted the cookie monster pajama pants. What kind of train are we riding, or is the train even like enter into it? Like, can I decide the train? Is it a moving no, train? No, it's. No, it's it's a train that's just kind of always been there, and it always will be. You kind of get on it, and it brings you to your next destination. Um, wow. Is there a midnight train to Georgia? <laughs> um, He's leaving. Leaving? On the honky star rail to Georgia. On the midnight <laughs> honk to Georgia. Um, I'll check it out. It's not on consoles yet. I was upset about that. It's only on yeah, mobile and just, PC. Just PC and, yep, and your phone. Uh, also, don't... Which- don't download it on console unless if you want to do crossplay. Don't start it on console because I made that mistake with Genshin. I downloaded it and checked it out, and then it was irreparably tied to my PlayStation account, and you can't link it to your PC uh, account from there on out. Uh, so if you want to play on on both, make sure you're linking it at the very start. Good to know. Word of the wise. Good tip. Well, thank you. That's what I'm here for. Just tips. <laughs> All aboard tips Honky on, Star Rail. Tips on honking. Honking on Star Rail. Um, honking on Bobo. <laughs> speaking of <laughs> video games, uh, Tears of the Kingdom came out this week, and it's getting unanimous praise, which is boring. Uh, I mean, I'm glad Nintendo has made a good game finally, even though they made Zelda Girl this time. Um, but I want to talk about games that are better than Tears of the Kingdom. And mm. by whatever criteria you may have. And I have a couple through my very specific mm-hmm. criteria. Uh, but I want to hear y'all's first. So what have y'all, what games are better than Tears of the Kingdom? I got, I got three games that are better than Tears of the Kingdom. Number one, the original game, Hoop and Stick. Can't beat the classics. <laughs> that Zelda is can't. Such a good yeah, game. Zelda certainly can't. The stick um, never breaks. It's Exactly. The stick never breaks. The skill curve there. on that is like it's the learning curve, super like satisfying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And once satisfying. you get going, mm. start hooping. Um, next is the Last of Us television series. Uh, never played the game. Watched the series as it aired, but for some reason, I did not watch the finale. I watched it yesterday, months and months and months after it aired, and sure. didn't re- didn't know a lot of what was going on. But still. <laughs> Better than Tears of the Kingdom. Did you hold the controller uh, and, and like act like you were controlling Pedro Pascal? Kind of, kind That's of. How you, that's how you watch um, the show. Well, I, done, I need a, a quick time event sort of plug-in for my HBO Max uh, yeah. accounts <laughs> where I the, can still hit buttons. Are you still watching prompt that comes up sometimes? <laughs> I need that during episodes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and lastly, let's be real here. Tears of the Kingdom, Total Assassin's Creed ripoff. Absolutely. Uh, there's a lot of... There's a lot of lore in Assassin's Creed. There's a lot of sword fighting in Assassin's yep. Creed. You can climb towers in Assassin's Creed, but the one way that Assassin's Creed has uh, Tears of the Kingdom beat is that you get to fight Italians in a few of Assassin's Creed games. Oh, so sorry, uh, Tears of the Kingdom folks. I, I know you like building your little. For some reason, everybody who owns a game like it's a rite of passage to build a crucifix and put a korok up on it. But uh, I'm talking about the real crucifix that you can go in and kill some Italians at. In, the pre-Romans. I don't. Exactly. Instead of the actual, they're not Italians, but I think the monsters in Zelda are very Italian coded. I mean, they don't. <laughs> they don't have jobs, and they're evil. 
and re- very reactive. They're always they're always sitting around a big pot of something. So <laughs> I just I always bet it's Italian. I don't know. <laughs> no. All right, I've got a um, uh, first up. I also have three. Uh, first up, because it's been out longer, which let's be honest, that really makes things cool. Like that's the Criterion yeah. Collection, that's Turner Classic Movies, that's art. Most of it. It's been out <laughs> a long time. It's really cool. Um, yeah. uh, so Destiny Two. Uh, it Damn. looks like it seems really neat. Like the the skins and the guns. That's really cool. And I think the aliens. I don't think there are aliens in, in Zelda. I think that makes Destiny cool too. A better game. It does. Um, You're right. Speaking of aliens, uh, destroy all humans. I, I think knew that's that coming. <laughs> a better game because I am gonna name the only three games I've ever played. Um, destroy all humans. That one, I don't think you can probe Koroks in Tears of the Kingdom, but you can probe small town folk and destroy all humans, and that's a lot of fun. And bonus point the main character speaks. I don't think Link ever says a single line, we never hear any dialogue. I don't get any character development, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. uh, the, the little alien, the little Invader Zim knockoff from Destroy All Humans, he speaks. He's great. And he's not a knockoff. I know it's the same voice actor. Don't come at me. Anyways, moving on to the third game, personal favorite of mine, uh, which Tears of the Kingdom is pointedly not yet. Hmm. Uh, what Remains of Edith Finch? Oh, uh, Jesus. Because, you know, if Annapurna... If they if they put out uh, Tears of the Kingdom, I'd be all over it, man. That's like the A twenty four games, you know me. Um, but they didn't. But uh, Annapurna did put out What Remains of Edith Finch, and in that one, I got to uh, play as a uh, emotionally devastated young woman. And as far as I know, in Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> We're we're so behind the times. We're trying to rescue the emotionally devastated young woman. No, this is the 21st century now, Nintendo. We have to play as her. We have to get that experience in the game to make us better humans instead of making us better crafters of uh, Korok. Anyone who says that What Remains of Edith Finch is their favorite game, you got to call a health check on. Like... Is everything okay? <laughs> oh no! Fortunately, my favorite game is still—I um, think it was uh, Madden 2005 with all the cheat codes on. Hell yeah! Um, my biggest gripe with Tears of the Kingdom, Sean touched on it a little bit, is that it does not have a star-studded voice cast. Um, I mean, mm. yeah, it has lots of heavy hitters from the dubbing community and stuff doing the different NPCs, but I want. Name brand Hollywood names on the cover of the box. And these are all games that are better. Tears of the Kingdom, because they need that criteria. Number one, Gex. Gex is oh. a 3D platformer. I believe it was on N64 and PS1. Uh, anchored by Dana Gould of The Simpsons fame <laughs> for some reason. Uh, oh, that's right. Barely. Voiced, voiced Gex. Yeah, he wrote for The Simpsons for a little bit. He's also a comedian. Rode for The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um. Gex, I don't think anyone's going to argue with me and say Gex is a better game than than uh, TOTK. Uh, number mm-hmm. two, uh, Kingdom Hearts two. Uh, when you see the voice cast of Kingdom Hearts two, you'll piss yourself all at once. Uh, Goofy, it's got Goofy as himself. It's got, got Donald. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts two. It's got Sephiroth. It's it's also I think I think here's the Kingdom copied a lot from it because it is open world and you do get a Keyblade, but. 
It's got the voice acting of... And it has the word kingdom in it. It does. It's Tears of the Kingdom Hearts 2. Was the the original title. Chain of Memories. Chain of Memories. Um, It features a voice cast of Haley Joel Osment, Hayden Panettiere, Jesse McCartney, and Christopher Lee. That is a lot of star power in that game, especially if you were... Jesse McCartney still voicing Sora to this day? He's a Roxas, thank you, Tyler. Oh, Roxas, sorry. Hey, Sora. That's what you sound like. (laughs) Idiot. Um, It's okay, Tyler. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm on your side. Who doesn't know that Roxas is Sora's nobody? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the best game, of course, by by this very specific criteria, is uh, The Legend of Spyro. For the PS1, which features the voice mm. casting of Elijah Wood, David Spade, Wayne Brady, Christina Ricci, and Gary Oldman in a PS1 game about a dragon That's flying right. around picking up crystals. Uh, Hell yeah, yeah. All better than Tears of the Kingdom, which, yeah, you, it's got your own voice as, as Link as you go, oh, damn it, put, put these two logs together. <laughs> Come on, not like that. Um, I, you know what I, uh, I, Link's favorite hotel that he stays at? What? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Can one of you do the sign off for me? I gotta go. Uh, real quick, can I point out a uh, a phenomenon that's happened a couple of times that is a real life occurrence of Silent Bob stepping on the rakes? Yes. Uh. So sideshow Bob. Silent. Silent Bob. Yes. Yeah, sideshow Bob. Sorry. <laughs> Silent Bob. Silent Bob. It's, it's clerks. I'm an idiot. I watched The Simpsons today and I messed that up. Um, <laughs> I'm the fake okay, fan. Who doesn't know that Sideshow Bob is Silent Bob's Heartless. Um, <laughs> Gorsh. Gorsh. Sideshow Bob's here. <laughs> both, of, both of them by Disney now. That can happen. Um, yeah, it can happen. Yeah, it sure can. Horizon Zero Dawn came out uh, February, March of 2017. Uh, it came out the week before the Switch did. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn is a fine game about wandering around an open world with a bow and arrow and fighting machines that Zelda is better than in every way. <laughs> and it just absolutely <laughs> ate its lunch. Horizon Zero Dawn 2 came out uh, early March. One Dawn. February 2021, the week before Elden Ring. <laughs> um, yeah. They, they, they are 0 for 2 on that. And then this year they said, surprise, we are coming out with a DLC for Horizon Zero Dawn 2 on May 4th or whatever. And then so Nintendo was like, May 12th, Tears of the Kingdom. So <laughs> <laughs> they can't put out a game without a, a genre-defining open-world game coming out seven days later. So they have announced Horizon Zero Dawn 3. I'm very excited for the game that's going to come out right after. Yeah, it's going to be right. great. It's going to be incredible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Silent Bob, watch out for that rake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining to the nooch. <laughs> thank you for joining us for Radish episode 245. I'm sorry the stream died at the beginning. That was my fault uh, for playing with my. <laughs> talked about piss. Talked about much. piss and 5G. That's the name of the episode. Um <laughs> I've been Will. You can find me at Will from Radish. Uh, basically anywhere I have a handle. I'm Sean. And uh, real qu- Tyler, can I get another Hyatt? Hyatt, real quick. <laughs> Hyatt. Thank you. That was more, that was very little. That was that was pretty little, yeah, Sean. Yeah. Like, uh, Hyatt. No way. That's lame. um. 
Uh, you can find me at Sean from Radish on Twitter, Sean and Barry everywhere else, uh, including Goodreads, in which I posted my first ever sure, bad reads. review. <laughs> uh, yeah, I posted a one-star review. I was like, I hope Paul Tremblay sees this. <laughs> he name searches. But he does. Yeah. Um, you can find the podcast online at Radish Pod. Um, join our Discord. How, how do people join our Discord right now? Um, uh, we'll put it in the. Got to get with us. We'll put the link in our uh, in our bio on Twitter. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, right now, it's 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 almost invite only. Like pretty exclusive. You're gonna want to get into the Discord now. To join our Discord. Um, go to our Twitter at Radish Pod and respond to us. Let me in the Discord, please. Oh yes, yeah. yes, 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 and we'll yeah. send you the invite. Um, what else? What else should we plug? YouTube.com slash at radish pod. And, um, you can find me online at Tyler from radish. Uh, really quick question because I saw this commercial right before we, uh, we started recording here. Uh, are y'all from, are, you guys know what Domino's is doing right now? Like the shit tater tot? they're God trying to knows. pull tater tots, tater yeah. tots. Like their whole thing is French fries are hard to, hard to deliver. Uh, tater tots. That's the last thing I could probably think of that I want with with uh, with my pizza. Pizza, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's it. It's like they come on. They 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 like they open (laughs) an ad. They immediately go after French fries, and it's like a a car commercial coming on, and they're immediately going after like fucking water hoses or broom (laughs) paint. And they're like, I don't. You guys don't deal with this. That's not the thing I go to for. (laughs) (laughs) So that's not what I go to you for. I, I go to you for. You know, painting my house, not you know, air freshener. Right. Well, it really puts it into perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> but yes, we have no bananas. We have no bananas today.